0: section three of the toza diary by kino tsureyuki translated by william n porter this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by abai in july two thousand and twelve. Nineteenth february fourteenth day rain was falling at daybreak so they remained where they were the passenger was fasting and though it was now past the hour of the horse noon, he had not even taken any vegetable food. But the steersman on the previous day had caught a bream, so, having no coppers, he successfully negotiated some rice for it. This transaction was often repeated, and he frequently traded rice and sake whenever the steersman happened to catch bream, and the latter's countenance became quite jovial in consequence. 20th February, 15th Day This day no rice and bean-gruel was cooked, and, as it was an unlucky day, they crawled slowly along, much to his regret. Footnote. Rice and bean-gruel used to be eaten on the first, fifteenth, and twenty-eighth days of the month, which is probably the reason why the writer mentions its omission on this occasion. As it was an inauspicious day for travelling, they might have courted disaster if they had moved at their usual rate. TODAY THE VOYAGE HAD ALREADY LASTED MORE THAN TWENTY DAYS, AND THEY WERE BUT AS SO MANY DAYS WASTED. WHILE ALL WERE GAZING OUT TO sea, A LITTLE GIRL RECITED THIS. WHEN THE BREEZES DROP, QUICKLY DO THE WAVES SUBSIDE. WHEN THE WIND GETS UP, THEN THE WAVES AGAIN ARISE. COMRADE-LIKE, THEY SYMPATHIZE. THIS IS, NO DOUBT, HARDLY WORTH GIVING, BUT IT IS VERY APPROPRIATE. 21st February, 16th day. As the wind and waves had not gone down, they remained where they were. He could think of nothing but, When will these wind-blown waves subside so that we may weather this terrible headland? However, as the wind and waves would not cease, a certain personage took these breaking waves as a subject and composed this verse never hoar-frost falls on the ocean stretching wide, as is truly said, yet the wave-crests seem to be tipped with snow far out at sea. Ah, well, that day they had been travelling five-and-twenty days on shipboard. Footnote. This is hardly correct. It was twenty-five days since he left his official residence, but he spent six days in feasting before he really started twenty second February seventeenth day, the heavy clouds cleared away, and the moonlight just before daybreak was very beautiful. The boat set out, and they went on rowing. What could the clouds overhead and the sea beneath be compared to? He rather fancied that when the moon is reflected in the waves, and the sailor plunges his pole down, the poets of old would have said that the vessel was attacking the heavens themselves in mid-ocean. He thought he had heard something of the kind, but was not sure. A certain personage then composed this. "'As I row along, at the bottom of the sea lies the lovely moon. There's a bush that grows on it. Is it that my pole has hit?' footnote the japanese say that they see a katsura bush growing on the face of the moon and footnote somebody on hearing this replied when i see its light neath the waves i seem to be rowing all alone far across the heavenly sky lone and desolate am i with these words day at last broke and the ship's officer said Black clouds have unexpectedly come up, a storm is approaching, and the gallant ship must put back again. So they returned. Just then the rain began to fall, and he felt very melancholy. 23rd February, 18th day They were still at the same spot. As long as the sea remains rough, they will never get there. The stopping place was very beautiful— whether looked at from afar or close at hand, but under the present conditions they were all too weary to take any pleasure in it. In order to pass the time, as it was hopeless to expect the boat to start, the men composed classical verses, etc., together, and a certain personage produced this. On this sandy shore, never sees the waves to break, year and month alike, though it is white as if with snow when it fell i do not know this verse was like an amateur's attempt so he tried again as follows though upon the shore wind-blown waves break into foam white like flowers in bloom neither nightingales nor spring knew these flowers were blossoming on hearing it said that these verses were pretty good THE VENERABLE MASTER OF THE SHIP, TO DISTRACT HIS THOUGHTS WHICH HAD BEEN GLOOMY FOR A MONTH, COMPOSED THIS. FOOTNOTE THE VENERABLE MASTER OF THE SHIP IS NO DOUBT INTENDED FOR TSUREYUKI HIMSELF, ALTHOUGH THE Kogi edition SUGGESTS AS AN ALTERNATIVE THAT IT MEANS THE STEERSMAN. HIS GLOOMY THOUGHTS PERHAPS REFER TO THE DEATH OF HIS LITTLE DAUGHTER, TO WHICH HE CONSTANTLY MAKES ALLUSION. In the following verse he combines both the similes expressed in his former attempts. End footnote. Driven by the wind, stormy billows getting up, crested white with foam, make me think them tipped with snow, or that tis the flowers that blow. Several people criticized these verses, and one man who was much interested in them made another one but as his verse had seven and thirty syllables the others could not help laughing footnote as explained in the introduction the tanka or short verse was limited to thirty-one syllables End footnote the poet however kept a grave face and did not even smile I COULD NOT MAKE A VERSE LIKE THAT IF I TRIED, IF IT WAS WRITTEN DOWN, I DOUBT IF I COULD READ IT, AND IF I FIND IT HARD NOW, WHO COULD EVER MANAGE IT IN THE FUTURE? 24TH FEBRUARY, 19TH DAY THE WEATHER WAS BAD, SO THE BOAT COULD NOT START. 25TH FEBRUARY, 20TH DAY JUST AS YESTERDAY THE BOAT COULD NOT START. All the people were sighing most dolefully, for their hearts were sad at wasting so many days. How many did they amount to already? Twenty? Thirty? It would make my fingers ache to count them. At night he could not sleep and was in a melancholy mood. The rising moon, twenty days old, came up out of the midst of the sea, for there were no mountaintops for it to rise from. With reference to that, men say that in the old days, when Abe no Nakamaro was about to cross over from China on his return, some of the country folk at the place of his embarkation gave him a farewell banquet to show their regret at his departure, and he then composed a classical poem. Footnote Abe no Nakamaro was one of the greatest of the old poets. He died in the year 780. He had been sent on a mission to China, some say to discover the secret of the Chinese calendar, and he composed the verse which follows at a farewell banquet in the year 726, just before he started on his way home to Japan. They did not grow weary until the moon rose on the night of the twentieth day, and it was from the sea that the moon rose then also while gazing at it the great master nakamaro said in my land in the time of the gods the deities themselves always composed poems like this and still to-day all the people of the upper middle and lower classes do the same when bidding a sad farewell and in times of joy and sorrow he then composed this i while gazing far over the blue sea stretching wide seem to see the moon rising o'er mount mikasa at the shrine of kazuga footnote this well-known verse is included in the anthology called hyakunin Ishu, but there the first line is given as ama no hara which would change the translation to i while gazing up far into the heavenly sky The temple of Kazuga was near Nara, Nakamaro's home, and the verse expresses his feelings of homesickness. That is the verse. Though the people of that land did not seem to understand it when they heard it, yet when the proper words were written down in man's characters, Chinese ideographs, they understood it perfectly and were much pleased with it. In that faraway land of China the language was different, but the moonlight was still the same, and would not the hearts of man be the same also? With his thoughts still fixed upon those days, a certain personage composed this verse. In the capital oft I saw the moon arise o'er the mountain tops; Now she rises from the main, sinking in the waves again. 26th February twenty-first day the boat set forth about the hour of the hare six a m many other boats started as well and the sight seemed to him like autumn leaves scattered upon the sea although it was springtime there was no breath of wind no doubt in answer to their prayers for haze and the sun was shining brightly as they set out rowing about this time a boy who had come as his servant sang this boat song Still can I cast my gaze far over the countryside, when I think of my father and of my mother, I long to return to them again. It was quite pathetic to hear him singing this, and the boat rowed on while they were still listening to it. Some birds called blackbirds were clustered upon the cliffs, and at the foot of these cliffs the waves were breaking into foam. The steersman remarked, under the blackbirds the white waves are breaking these words whatever they might be worth sounded remarkable and as he had never met a man like that before he was much struck with them at these words and while still travelling on he who was the passenger noticed the waves and remembered that the pirates had threatened to take revenge upon him when once he had left the province All his hair turned white when the waves once more became rough. Seventy or eighty years are what one must expect at sea. Tsurayukiye's governor had had to dispense justice to these pirates, and they had threatened to take their revenge if they caught him at sea. He is afraid that they may now take him at a disadvantage if they meet him, for the sea is getting rough. His hair almost turns white with fear, but, as he says, dangers are so common at sea that it is only what one must expect. White as snow, my hair, waves roll in upon the shore, breaking into foam. Which is whiter, canst thou say, Water of the Isles, I pray? Tell me, steersman. 27th February, 22nd Day They rowed on from last night's stopping-place to the next one. In the distance the hills were visible, and a lad on board, who was but nine years old and looked much younger, fancied that these hills seemed to be following the boat as it was being rowed along, and composed this quaint verse. While I watched ashore from the swiftly moving ship, do the pine-trees guess that the hills on which they grow seem to move along also so he sang how characteristic it is of a young lad's fancy this day the sea was rough and the waves broke into blossom falling like snow upon the beach whereupon a certain personage composed this not a sound i hear save the tumult of the waves breaking into foam Much I wonder at the sight, mingled snow and blossoms white. 28th February, 23rd day. The sun shone forth from the clouds, and, as there was said to be danger of pirates during the voyage, he prayed for protection to the Shinto and Buddhist gods. 1st March, 24th day. They remained at the same place as the day before. End of section 3